Hello friends. Do you know what is IUI or IVF? Is it really needed to be done for an infertile couple? I am Dr. Sushil Shinde, a gynecologist and a fertility consultant in the beautiful city full of talent, Dumbivli, at Eva Women's Clinic and Lab. To know what is infertility treatment, we should know what is infertility. Usually when a couple is not able to conceive after a year of active married life, they are called as infertile couple. But if the woman's age is 35 years or more, we call them after a period of 6 months of the same. They are called as infertile and they need some or the other form of the treatment. So now when does a couple should consult a doctor? I will say a one couple can consult a doctor even before marriage. What we call it as a pre-marriage counseling as few females may have PCOS, irregular periods or any hormonal disorders. or for that matter even a male partner may have erectile dysfunction or premature ejaculation which can be not addressed before the marriage if no medical problems in the couple and they want to do family planning the doctor may advise appropriate contraception to them but once a couple try to plan a family they need to consult a doctor and start investigating the cause if they have tried after a year of active married life without using any contraception so now what are the basic tests needed to evaluate a infertile couple for a male partner it's very simple a semen examination or what we call it as a semen test or viriaka janch for a female partner the basic investigations would be a usc pelvis sonography garbhashaya aur uske aju ke avayav ki and a follicular monitoring जिसमें हम देखते हैं कि अंडा कैसे बनता है हाउ डज अ फॉलिकल ग्रोज डे बाय डे इन अ मेंस्ट्रुअल साइकिल फॉर द ब्लड टेस्ट देर आर फ्यू ब्लड टेस्ट लाइक रूटीन इन्वेस्टिगेशन लाइक सीबीसी एंड सम हार्मोनल टेस्ट लाइक थायराइड प्रोलैक्टिन एंड एंटी मिलेनो हार्मोन एएमएच हार्मोन एंड कमिंग टू द थर्ड इंपॉर्टेंट पार्ट ऑफ द इन्वेस्टिगेशन ऑफ फीमेल पार्टनर ट्यूबल टेस्टिंग व्हिच कैन बी डन बाय एचएसजी दैट इज हिस्टेरोसेल्फिकोग्राफी एसएसजी दैट इज सलाइन सोनोग्राफी or laparoscopy which is a gold standard surgical procedure but now coming to the topic of the day what is iui or ivf iui is basically the full form of iui is intrauterine insemination that means inside the uterus we inseminate the sperms so it is a preliminary step of fertility treatment intrauterine insemination is a procedure in which the sperms are washed and placed into the uterus through a catheter the male partner produces the semen sample by masturbation the sperms are then separated from the seminal plasma white blood cells and other debris which are filtered out during the natural intercourse and the speculum is inserted into the woman's vagina and catheter with an attached syringe containing the washed processed sperms is inserted through the cervix into the uterus the specimen is then injected and the catheter and the speculum are removed gently it is usually not a painful but occasionally some mild cramps or discomfort may occur to a patients the patients would be asked to remain lying down for about 10 to 20 minutes after the procedure and then the person or the patient can resume their normal routine work so now what are the benefits of iui what happens is during normal intercourse only relatively small numbers of sperms make it to the woman's uterus and into the fallopian tubes where fertilization takes place iui inserts a large amount of best performing sperms 
directly into the human's woman's uterus thus increasing the chance of fertilization it is like i explained to the patients that if you want to climb up 10 floors of a building you can either take the stairs and walk up uh, walk up stairs or you can use a lift and directly go without spending much of your energy and time to the 10th floor so iui is just like using a lift and putting up all those good strong sperms directly into the the 10th floor that is the uterine cavity where it is needed most to undergo fertilization so now when to do iui most of the time when time intercourse or hormonal medications alone have not worked or if there are mild sperm abnormalities such as poor motility iui can work iui can be used to overcome the fertility due to the ovulation problems like mild endometriosis might be there some ovarian dysfunction might be there all these patients might help with iui when the sperm count is low that means it's more than about say uh, it's not uh, more than 10 million counts that time the patient can benefit with iui then ejaculation problems also the some patient might have retrograde ejaculation the some patient might have as i mentioned about erectile dysfunction they are not able to deposit the semen uh, inside the vagina and also very important is some patient might female patient might have vaginismus and hence they do not allow the proper inter- intercourse and the deposition of the semen is not there inside the vagina also and also some patients might have unexplained infertility in which the uh, both the partners reports are normal but this is contributing almost towards a 10-15% of the couples and for this to accelerate the treatment we can do iui when not to do iui see basically as i mentioned about both the tubes to be open if both the tubes are blocked then iui will not work if there is a ovarian failure if the ovulation is not occurring like suppose a patient has already achieved a menopause some might have an before 40 years of age also which we call it as a premature ovarian failure those patient iui won't work severe male factor that means the sperm count is too low it is less than about say 5 million count those patient would benefit with ivf rather than iui which i'll come in in a minute then the patient with severe endometriosis where the totally the anatomy is distorted and the tube is not able to pick up the egg or even in a female partner whose age is more than 40 years so this is the conditions these are the conditions where iui should not be advised as a first treatment so now as i mentioned about ivf what is ivf ivf treatment is a process that consists of basically five steps one is like pre cycle pre pre ivf diagnostic test whichever it is like blood test sonography hysteroscopy laparoscopy whichever it is the second step which consists of almost stimulation of the ovaries to produce several eggs the optimum number of eggs which we target is about 10 during one cycle third step is the opu or oocyte retrieval or ovum pick up we call it as from the eggs or from each ovary fertilization of the eggs is the most important which we call it as ivf procedure or intracytoplasmic sperm injection that forms the fourth step of the ivf procedure and lastly once the embryos are formed transfer of the resulting embryos into the uterus is called which we call as embryo transfer procedure so in simple words it means fertilization of an egg and a sperm outside the body that is in the lab and then redeposited back in the womb of the female partner now do you know how is it done so i'll just explain in few minutes in this treatment female partner are given certain hormonal injections which may be hmg fsh for about 10 to 12 days which makes their eggs to develop into mature eggs the optimum number of eggs is targeted to around about 10 eggs once the eggs attain a mature size a trigger injection 
in the form of hcg is given to prime and mature the eggs for the pickup the ovum pickup is planned after one day and a half after a day and a half but this is an opd based procedure which is done under short anesthesia for a pain free procedure once the eggs are retrieved patient can go home after 4 hours of the procedure also and resume the daily activities patient is then called for the embryo transfer which can be decided uh, according to the embryos and the patient choice on day 2 or 3 or day 5 for the procedure of embryo transfer which is very easy for the patient to undergo and is often done without anesthesia after the procedure the patient may be asked for a bed rest for few minutes in the hospital and then they can go home and rejoin their daily activities also yes it is that simple to hear and equally easy to undergo so now when to do ivf like uh, suppose the simple answer would be when the ivf fails to give pregnancy you can go ahead and do ivf but that's not the case some patient may need ivf as a first treatment option for achieving pregnancy like what i mentioned for iui the tubes at least one of the side one side of the tube should be open over here if both the tubes are blocked then these patients would require ivf as a first treatment second patient second patients with very poor sperm count or even for that matter zero sperm count azospermic patients whom we under go ahead and undergo testicular aspiration or testicular biopsy and we find there are sperms inside the testis those sperms we can't deposit them by doing iui but we need to do ivf procedure for them to give pregnancy very poor egg count like suppose the patient which i mentioned about diminished ovarian reserve or poor or uh, very early the the patient has already being age of 30 35 the patient's amh has dropped to less than 0.3 those patients which has very less number of eggs those will require ivf procedure postmenopausal patients who require donor eggs or donor embryos option they will require ivf procedure even surrogacy treatment which is a hot topic right now where a woman can't bear a child and needs to transfer in another lady womb and carry her the pregnancy till term those patient also will require ivf so now coming to what is the difference between the pregnancy rate of iu and ivf as i mentioned that iu have been a preliminary treatment it is like a blind game assuming that the sperms will fertilize the egg which is assumed to be picked up by the patent fallopian tubes on the side of the ovulation after seeing on the scan that the ovulation or the follicle has ruptured so the pregnancy rate is around over 10 to 15 percentage per cycle but mind you this is much more than the natural pregnancy rate which a couple can try infertile couple can try and almost it's about 2 to 5 percentage so we may see it's almost 4 to 5 percent for four times more than the natural try but this shortcoming is overcome in the ivf cycle where the fertilization is confirmed in the lab under microscope and then a good quality embryos are transferred into the uterus making the pregnancy rate to almost 50 to 70 percentage but this also depends on the age of the couple more of the female partner so it gives almost 5 to 8 times than iui we can find the pregnancy rates are much higher in the ivf than in iui but on the other hand it is a bit costlier than iui procedures but if you ask it's very good for value for money when it is indicated the patients might benefit more with ivf cycle than iui cycle there was a trial which was uh, published a few years back which mentioned that a patient might save time as well as the energy and money if they went for ivf cycle earlier than rather than going out for a couple of a more than couple of times like say 3 to 4 times iui cycle 
there was a study publishing that a study had been published in such a way so now coming to a very common myths which can occur to a, a, a person's mind regarding ivf that ivf is a last treatment no it's not it's the best treatment for the patients who needs it as a treatment for example which i mentioned of bilateral tubal blocks very low sperm count for those patient it is the need second myth might be that the ivf is done only for elderly or old patients again it is not completely true as i mentioned that some young patients might also need ivf some myths are that that ivf is very complex and costly procedure if i could explain it even 2 minutes i don't think it's that complex procedure so it's very important to understand the procedure learn from the doctor what it going to be get involved in it and then the complex or maybe not that simple procedure also would be a simple when there is a cooperation between the doctor and the patient some myth is that ivf is only treatment for infertility which is not the case i have mentioned you about plant relations i have mentioned you about ius cycles so it's not the only treatment for infertility there's another myth that ivf leads to twins and triplets ivf does increase the chance of multiple pregnancy but then it is due to the transfer of more than more number of embryos at the time of doing embryo transfer because to increase the pregnancy rate but if a couple opts for a single embryo transfer or blastocyst transfer the choice of multiple pregnancy and the chances are really less and it's almost ruled out now there is also minimum chance of having triplets if you undergo three embryo three embryos in a one single attempt of embryo transfer but even that is almost 1 to 2 percentage not much so for to avoid multiple pregnancy single embryo or a blastocyst transfer should be the treatment of choice for the patients uh there is another myth that ivf is not a safe procedure but uh, it is not true it's a very safe and a time tested procedure and there are some surgical risk of the procedure but it is common with each and every surgery which a patient might undergo so it's uh, ivf is really a, a time tested and certain like it's a very safe procedure now ivf babies may have congenital abnormality this is another myth which is been very much famous in the what we call it, uh, the layman that ivf babies are always anomalous baby but it's not the case the most common reason which we can say is that the female age is much in this uh, when the patient comes to ivf cycle and hence there may be some increased risk of abnormality but that is with the age so if you remove the ivf part like if this patient had conceived on her own with his age even she would have been an high risk for getting an abnormal or an anomalous baby so as such the ivf does not increase the chances of congenital anomalies into any couple there's nothing extra which is done in ivf to cause the increase in the congenital anomalies so just be tension free from that so now i will like to conclude by saying that iua or ivf as both the options are open for any infertile couple to undergo but the best option would be the one which the patient and the doctor sits together and decide to get an optimum result in an optimum like predecided time and which will give the best result to the couple and make them to reach their goal as soon as possible thank you so much for uh, hearing this podcast and i hope that i have cleared the doubts about iui and ivf stay tuned to listen and understand more about the fertility treatment thank you